Waiting on a tax return? Hopefully it ends up in your hands. Fraudulent tax returns due to identity theft increased by 30% in 2023. If you're in a bind this tax season, LifeLock can help. Our U.S.-based restoration specialists are experts dedicated to helping solve your identity theft issues. And all LifeLock plans are backed by the Million Dollar Protection Package. So we'll reimburse you up to the limits of your plan if you lose money due to identity theft. Help protect your information this tax season with LifeLock. Save up to 25% your first year at LifeLock.com slash aware. 37, partly sunny and 70 today. So there was a story I read last week um, about some guy uh, 33 years ago. He was ban- abandoned in a London airport. Mm. Kid with the guy was ten years, ten days old. Oh, he was man. a newborn wrapped in a shawl. Yeah. Uh, when he was discovered in the ladies' room of Gatwick Airport in London. Now he's thirty three years old, um, and he's discovered his biological parents after a long emotional journey. And you know, I, and I, I started reading the story, yeah. and the mo- he found the who his parents were. It took him fifteen years. Oh my God! It took him that 15 long? years to find him. I wonder why he. And I'm to like, find I him. hope he found the mother and just smacked the snot out of her. Because there's one thing about putting somebody up for adoption, mm-hmm. but it takes a special kind of dick to just leave yeah. a kid in a bathroom in an airport in a bathroom and hope for the best. Yeah, you know what I'm saying? Like that takes a special kind of evil. And I and listen, everybody gets this. There are circumstances, and I'm not. But I'm sorry. You could have taken that kid to a firehouse. You could have Something. put the kid up for adoption. You right. could have Hospital. done it right. Yeah. You were a dick, and you left his kid in the bathroom. Mm. So he finds the he finds everybody. The mother's dead. Good. Mm. Um, the father had no idea. Oh, really? That this kid existed. And I'm saying to myself, like I'm reading the story. Yeah, he had no idea. He he probably had either a one night stand or a girlfriend. They broke up. She never told him he had a he had a kid. Um, And I'm saying to myself, there was a couple of things. Did you want to find them to just smack the snot out of them? I would want to find them. Say why? I would. I don't know if I'd want to find someone. Yeah. That. Thought so little of my existence. Yeah, I'm not sure I would either, honestly. That they left me behind in a bathroom. Right, right. Yeah, what really drove him? I mean, maybe just to ask, why would you have left me? But but then what do you think the answer is going to be? It's not going to be any satisfaction. Like, what is the... Like, you you track yeah. him down. Like, what's the win for this kid? Yeah, maybe not. He but just then, wants to find out why? Yeah. I don't know, man. But sometimes kids who are left or put up for adoption, or they have this drive in them to find their birth yeah. mother or, or whatever. Be, just there's a drive, no matter what the answer is. He like, just maybe just needed to find her. You know. You know, I don't want this thing to come off the wrong way. I am not anti-adoption by any stretch of the imagination. No, of course not. I'm anti-a-hole. Yeah. And this chick who thought so little of this kid to just leave a ten-year-old in an airport, ten-day-old, ten-day-old, whatever the situation is. Yeah. To me, is just like. I think we both can agree on uh, bathroom abandonment. We're anti bathroom abandonment. Yeah, 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 yeah. Totally. <laughs> it's horrible. Totally. And then I'm just like, man, I don't know. I know it's different for everybody, but I'm trying to put myself in this guy's shoes yeah. and say why, which I guess is probably impossible. I'll right? tell you, if it took put, 15 years, I wouldn't have. 
I wouldn't have continued. You know, well, it took a, my father. You like know, my father. Years, a long time to keep looking. I'd be mean, like, all right, that's enough. My father had um, three boys from his first marriage, mm-hmm. and his wife left mm. and took off with the kids. Oh wow! And. Just left, took off. He had no idea where they were, nor did he have, at that time, the means to find them. And then later on in life, when I was, I want to say, I don't even know if I was a teenager yet, Mm -hmm. he hired a private investigator to find them. Wow, it really stuck with him. He had to find them. Yeah. Of course. And he found them, um, which makes me kind of feel good about my dad, that like it you know, I was growing up kid. I had no idea what it was doing to him. You know, mm-hmm. I had no idea mm-hmm. how that was eating him up, that his three kids that weren't the there, right? Yeah, sure. So he hired a private investigator. He found them. He wrote letters to the three of them. And uh, mm. you know what? We got a break, but I got to tell you what happened. Because he, he wrote letters to the three of them. Two of them didn't want to see him. God knows what. I wonder Listen, why. I don't know what my. I could see my father being a lunatic, yeah. and that woman be like, "I gotta get out of Dodge." Right. <laughs> um, but I've never seen my father lay a hand on anybody other than me. Well, and, and your friend he hit and, one time, and my friend he hit one time, <laughs> right? But, but so, other than that, <laughs> so I don't know what that what his ex wife might have put into those kids. I know the father that I had, and I wouldn't yeah, trade yeah, him yeah. for anything. But who knows what the situation was? But he reached in touch with the two of them. Didn't want anything. But I got to When we come back, I got to tell you. <laughs> I got. <laughs> I got to tell you about this. Where we finally found the dude. <laughs> oh God! All right, we'll hear about this guy next. Six forty-two. You're stead. Your BAB Browns Sheep Headquarters in Patchogue, Long Island traffic, Northern Parkway, westbound into Roslyn Road at exit twenty-nine. Accident there on the shoulder. Earlier car fire on the Wanta Parkway, northbound by Hempstead Turnpike, completely cleared away now. Delays have eased out nicely, and the Long Island Railroad looking good this morning. Was he responsible for maintenance and excess wear? Include seventy-five hundred miles per year, twenty-five cents per mile over. See dealer details. Expires five thirty-one nineteen. 646, Roger and JP, 102.3 WBAB. So, so what's talk- the story of your dad finding his uh, oh, the starter sons? The starter with a story we're talking about a guy who was left uh, in the airport bathroom at Gatwick right. in London uh, at 10 days old and his journey to find his birth parents. Uh, the mother was dead. The father had no idea the guy even existed. And then uh, it somehow morphed into when my father had to hire a private... Oh, because it took this guy 15 years to find them. Mm. Um, and then my father took years. He hired a private investigator when he had the, the, the means to do it uh, to find his three sons from a first marriage. And he wrote letters to the three of them. There are twins in there. The twin boys didn't want to talk to him. Mm. Um, he doesn't know what... Because they were babies when the mother left. So God knows what uh, okay. she said to him. So or, twins were babies and then there's an older son? Too? Twins like were, older and there was one, Yeah, there was an older son. Hmm. And his name was Joseph. And my father writes him. And we... He's open to... Wow, okay. uh, He's in Gainesville, Florida. Mm-hmm. So I'm in a rental car with my parents. Um... And my friend John, who was down in Florida with me, because we were going to vacation and we were going to turn it into meeting this dude. Right. We end up meeting this guy in a Winn-Dixie parking lot. <laughs> okay. Right? There's one radio station, and it's an old country station. Uh-huh. And I'll never forget, there's this song called, when, it was the song was like, when you get hooked on the whiskey. <laughs> hooked on the whiskey. I'll never forget any of this. I can see it all clear as day. <laughs> and I see this guy, he's about 6'5". He's a big, big dude. Wow. Looks just like my father. Takes us back to his house. Like so you meet him in the parking lot, or is this a little basic meet stuff? Meet him in the parking lot at a Winn-Dixie. And you go back to his house. We go back to his oh house. 
He's got the ugliest wife you've ever seen in your life. I mean, just like a face like a foot. And then he starts to like show us around his property, and he's got this whole horse. He's got this horse that has this completely jacked up eye. I mean, completely. It had like stuff growing out of it. Did the horse come with the wife? Uh, it it <laughs> had to be. Deal? It happened to be. Maybe the horse was the oh, wife's no. father. I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> but it was up there. And I just keep looking at my gum. I go, Ma, we got to get out of here. Yeah. <laughs> She's like, shut up. I go, no, we got to get out of here. Yeah, right. Meanwhile, your dad's trying to reunite with his uh, son he hasn't seen in so long. And you guys are worried about the jacked up uh, horse. Oh, yeah. There's more of that story I'll show you. We got a little. Wow. But yeah. Uh, that's crazy. <laughs> An ugly wife and a jacked up horse. Oh, God. 648. Uh, coming up at 705, Dead Guy in the Envelope brought to you by College Chunks Hauling Junk and College Chunks Moving. Do you First know what it's like being in the, the dead guy is. Winn-Dixie parking lot in Gainesville, Florida in the mm. middle of the summer? Mm-mm. That's something. Definitely hot. That's something special. God damn! Right, that guy was there. Smells a little like horse. Yeah, a lot like horse. (laughs) Six forty-nine. It's time for the stuff you need to know. Brought to you by Security Dodge Chrysler Jeep Ram of Amityville. Here's Ted. New study from the Addiction Institute. Sunny and seventy degrees today. Yeah. So what what did I leave off with my father? We're finding the guy. Oh yeah. So we found him in a Winn Dixie parking lot. So and, this is your uh, father's uh, son who he son went to his, had to find for from his first his marriage. First marriage, hired a private investigator when he had the means to do it. Um, found his three boys. Two of them were babies. They didn't want to meet him. Um, and mm-hmm. I get it. I totally get it. Mm-hmm. And then he found the one, Joseph, who's... Probably his oldest son from the first marriage. His oldest son. And we met him, like I said, in a Winn-Dixie parking lot in Gainesville, Florida in the middle of the summer. And we go back to the house. He's got a really ugly wife and an effed up horse. And uh, But my father was, like, ecstatic. Yeah. Especially but, since he looked like him. But then... Like, you know, that, like, you really, like, you really feel... Oh, yes, he definitely... He looked son. just like my father. Yeah. Just That's like my father. Thing. And, um, but what was happening was, over the course of the next couple of years, I could just feel this guy just trying to drain my dad. Like, my dad was sending him money and sending him this and yeah. doing this. And then I would be like, Dad, I mean, I, yeah, listen, I need you to stay, take a step back and look at this with clear eyes. Mm. I said, I know you don't want to believe it, but you're getting mm. played. Mm. And him and I would fight about it. What do I know? I'm a kid and this, that, and the other thing. And he's, you know, maybe he was right. He's using your dad as an ATM. But your dad feels he should su- help support him a little bit, maybe. Well, he would have supported, so he would have supported them the entire time. Mm-hmm. She just took off and never let him. Right. Uh, so yeah, he wanted to be back in his life. So I remember he, had, my father had some, um, some gu- like a a rifle and a shotgun that he kept in pristine because when he used to go hunt, whatever it was, yeah, he gave it to him, and I was but just he shipped like, it to Florida. Uh, no, but he he met him again. No, we flew. My father flew him up here to meet to see his grandparents, Get to see out. my grandparents. And then it was, I like, gave him this and gave him that. Yeah. And then it was money and it was always something. I go, Dad, you need to, like, really take a step back from this thing and think about what's going on here. Mm. I go, the only time he's, every time you talk to him, he's asking for yeah. stuff. Yeah. I go, you know, and then the minute my father said no the first time, never heard from him again. That was it, huh? Yeah. Oh, so the guy really didn't have any other reason. Nope. 
He just didn't wanted... just care to even know his dad. No, just no other reason but the he money. ended up divorcing the ugly wife. I don't know whatever happened to the horse. <laughs> We should do a genetic search and find the horse. <laughs> I was going to say, I'm not going to find the dude. I am not looking to find that guy at all. That's wow. another reason why Incredible. I'll never do any of that 23andMe stuff. Yeah. I'm happy with the way my life is. I don't need a curveball. You throw. don't want a surprise? Let me just rephrase that. I'm content with the way my life is. I don't want to go throw that word happy around. Yeah, yeah. But I'm content with the way. I don't need to, any curveballs. Mm. I don't need any <laughs> curveballs. You've seen that play out. Right. All right, 6.56. It's time for the roads now. Here's Ted. And your B.A.B. Browns. She 